0: Hey y'all, it's Maddie K. We are back and I am excited to have Mikey Two Names back with me. We are not in the same room, but we are on the same computer screen together and it feels really fucking good. Mikey, what's up, man?
1: Bro, not much, man. It's good to be back in the States. It's, it's good to be at home. I'm so tired. I feel, even though I've been home for what, five days now? Maybe longer. I still feel like I'm on that Euro time. I just can't, even though it's been so long, I still can't get my clock right. I feel exhausted, but I'm happy. It was a good time, man. We had a blast. It was fun to to escape for, we were gone for about 18 days, and dude, it was a blast. And then as soon as I landed back in Texas, of course, I got on a plane the next day and went to the Permian, which I just can't escape that barren desert.
0: <laughs> this shit stays on you. Like the fucking dust. So uh so tell tell all of our loyal listeners where you were. What what countries did you go to?
1: Dude, it was a great time, man. We started off in Italy, went to Rome, spent about three or four days there, and dude, that's just a baller city, man. It's a big, kind of dirty city. I mean, not dirty, it's like
0: a huge No, city, it's fucking right? filthy, dude. I was there in January. It's filthy as shit.
1: Okay, yeah, it's dirty. But then at the same time, what that city's like Three thousand years old, so you know Houston's a few hundred. So I guess yeah, exactly. Use. But dude, it was cool as shit. Just the damn history, man. You roll up to a building, look at it, and go, "Ah, oh, I wonder when that was built." You walk up to this is built in the ninth century. You're like, "Holy fuck!" And this what's crazy is they have documents of everything. Like, oh, this building was built in eight fifty five by this dude. Here's the architect. Here's the design. Here's where they bought the marble. Here's you know the the the, sh- the delivery method via ship and it's just it's crazy how they have absolutely everything documented man so like it was an absolute blast there and then of course you know we bumped up and did you know the florence for three or four days which was freaking gorgeous did sienna and then bumped up to to um uh venice for another three or four days and the cool thing about italy was well europe as a whole like there was a of course there's military police, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. All then, the uh, all the historical sites are guarded, right?
1: Yes. And every yeah. time you go to like, the airport or the train station or a bus station, these dudes are just locked and fucking ready, man. So I was like, damn, dude, it was kind of weird. It, was, it felt like being in Brazil for that matter, right? Because yeah. Brazil, same shit, dude. Everywhere we went, we spent a month in Brazil, and it was, dude, that I, I I was scared in Rio though. Everywhere else in Brazil, safe as shit. But yeah, Rio felt dangerous. But other than that, the cool thing about once we got a car. And we took off to Croatia because we did public transportation there, dude. There are and I noticed in Venice and I noticed in Florence. The cool thing is, man, is there's cops everywhere, but they they don't, dude. They don't they don't give a fuck. They let people live their lives. People are running stop signs, running red lights, yeah, day walking. Dude, we sped all over Croatia, Italy, Slovenia. Just I'm talking hollered ass, but. Dude, I never see a single car for that month Get pulled over. Single person getting ticketed. And and then I guess in the police state sense, dude, they didn't police state anything. I didn't see police anywhere I went. And if I did see them, they were like drinking coffee, just hanging out, watching cars just blow through red lights and stop signs. Yeah, Everybody yeah. Then drives a little crazy. But, man, I don't. And I was actually thinking about that uh, when we were flying back. I was like, holy shit. For, for a, you know, "Quote unquote socialist Eastern Europe, right? There was a uh, little to no, at least I felt little to no police state. I was really damn impressed by that too.
0: That's interesting. So what about like in because uh, you ended in Switzerland, right?
1: Yeah, but the thing, Switzerland. We were trying to plan a day because just the way the flights wound up, we were like, okay, we can do like a day, like long layover because we had to go from Switzerland. We went from we went back to Venice after we left Slovenia. Flew to Switzerland, Switzerland, London, London, here. So we went to Switzerland. Like, oh, we're like, oh hell, we got 24 hours. We can do, you know, like a day trip and just bounce around Switzerland. But then we got in late. There was rainstorms. Flights were delayed. It was a pain in the ass to get to the hotel to check in. And by the time we got into the hotel, dude, we were we were so tired. We literally just like went to the hotel bar, drank, and went to sleep. And got up the next morning, went back to the airport. It. We really didn't get to. We really didn't get to visit her around Switzerland. We just stayed the night pretty much. But Croatia, Croatia and Slovenia, dude, we went everywhere. I haven't seen a single police officer the entire time we were in those countries either. And I saw no police state, no military police anywhere in Croatia or Slovenia. And for a country that just got out of the Civil War in, what, 95? Mm-hmm. You figured you figured uh, they may have a police, uh, military police everywhere. Or maybe they're just so fucking happy to be out of a communist Yugoslavia <laughs> that they don't give a shit. Everyone was so happy. No cops, no police state. I driving on the roads. It felt lax. It was it's very different environment than being in the States where, you know, here, if you go Oh, oh shit, I'm going four over, you know, you're going to get pulled over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, you know, I was in, I was in Italy for what, two weeks in, in January and then, uh, spent some time in Switzerland, some time in London, some time in France after that. And, um, Yeah, I noticed the same thing. You know, all over Italy, like I said, when you go to the, you know, you went to the Tower of Pisa, right? Leaning Tower and all this. And any any of the large cathedrals, you know, there's always that that military police van, whatever it is, like giant Mm -hmm. jeep parked outside with a couple of dudes with rifles. Um, Yeah. Which even like in Pisa, right? Like, I mean, I was there like at, I don't know, 10 p.m., 11 p.m. And they were still there. (laughs) They were still fucking there. But... But as a whole, like, like you said, even in Rome, I didn't really see a lot of cops, and I was there probably three times, and uh, just didn't see cops out that much. You know what I mean? Um, maybe a little bit of traffic enforcement, or just kind of like directing. Yeah, the, direct the traffic. The traffic's there is fucking stupid, man. And then um, no
1: one listens to them, and they just kind of shake, throw their hands up, like, right? Ah. Ah. Yeah,
0: all the cars speed by. Well, the, the local joke is that everybody in Rome is practicing for the F one. So they just drive as fast as they possibly fucking can. <laughs> and there's no lanes. Uh um, I
1: did notice I did notice tons of white uh for their trash cans. Yeah. They don't have like a metal bin, they just have like a metal uh I guess a straight up metal cylinder that you know you hang a trash bag over and it just hangs. Right. And they were clear and I didn't notice trash all over the street. All of them were torn open. I was talking to one of our tour yeah. guides. And I was like, dude, what the hell is this? Why do y'all have this trash? And I was like, the birds are just destroying the trash, it was the pigeons and just tear. I mean, every damn trash can. He goes, well, we can't have metal cans or black bags because we have a high. We have a problem with uh, people putting bombs in them. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, that's that's terrifying. Well, so that's that
0: was- what. That, I mean, that's why the military police is there too, or it's it's not the military police, but it's like the, um. God, I'm trying to think of the the division. I was told on a, a tour what they were, but it's like some Alps division of this like ranger group or special forces or something like that, and so they're they're tasked with with protecting the landmarks and that sort of thing from terrorists. But
1: yeah, everywhere I also went, they did say that a lot. Cause we did ten like tours in Italy yeah. alone, and they did say that uh, they had issues with people saying there's the second coming of Christ and like bum rushing old churches and like knocking the heads off of Mary and oh, stuff like shit. that. So I, that's probably a good reason why they said they have a lot of issues with like crazy people coming to Rome. Like, all right, bro. I'm Jesus. Yeah. Wow. F- like wailing on statues or the sides of churches. So, and they're trying to protect all that history. So I think, I think yeah. that's one reason why. Um,
0: yeah. I, uh, I Pretty much got strip searched in Milan trying to get into uh the Duomo there to go check it out. Like, they I mean they the bag had to come apart, like, everything came out of my backpack purse. Everything, oh, I'm gonna have to bleep that, Doxter. <laughs> oh, bye-bye. uh, everything had to come out of that, you know, like it was pretty much turned upside down. Um, they kind of ask you a couple of questions, make sure you're not a crazy person, and uh, then they let oh, okay. you in. Yeah,
1: so it, it, I mean. Other than that, dude. Other than like, of course, you know all the duomas we went into and Venice and Siena, Florence, all that. Dude, it was. I did not. Now they were probably tracking us and listening to everything we said, but man, I did not feel. I didn't feel like I was being watched, like I am here. I didn't feel like I didn't really see any people. Were like there's cameras everywhere. If there were, there wasn't in Croatia or Slovenia. If they were in Italy, I didn't see them. And the other cool thing was when we drove from Venice all the way down to, we went to Montevun and Rovinge and Boschka and Croatia, spent like a week there. And we went through, it was kind of expensive, but we went through one toll road mm-hmm. the whole time. And I was like, well, shit. I was like, I figured it would just be toll after toll after toll. We went through one toll road when we got by Triste, over there kind of towards the end of, you know, the very side of the, the little skinny part of uh, Italy that touches Slovenia. And that was it. It was. Man, it it was it was chill, man. It was it's weird how it's so I guess overregulated over there and taxed. Because I was talking to my, we had a private tour guide to take us from Florence to Siena, San Marino, and he's done all that. And he was a cool dude. Spoke English, English from like Wales. And mm-hmm. He said, yeah, and I moved, went to college in Wales, met my wife there, and then tried to move to to England and maybe the states. My dad's a truck driver in Chicago. I was like, oh, dude, what the fuck, man. So we were chatting. I was like, "Well, how about your tax rate up here?" He goes, "Yeah, it gets about progressive and get, it hits a sixty-five percent." Like, <laughs> I was like, "But you got free healthcare, right?" He's like, "Oh yeah, he's got to wait a year." And I was like, "Oh, what about free college?" Eh, yeah, it sucks unless you want to pay for the more expensive one." And I was like, "So it's the same shit over there as it is over here. It's just there you really can't." It, they the same shit. He said they said they have to have they have free healthcare, but they also have like you have to have a private you know, uh, subsidy for your insurance. So it's, it's hilarious. All the same thing in Slovenia, and all these places. So all the places that, you know, we love to point to and say, oh wow, this is a beacon of socialism and everything's free. Dude, it's just insane tax rates with um, still private subsidies. And then I was like, well, you like it? Everyone I talked to is like, nah, dude, fuck this. We'd rather just have our money. So it's funny. Really? Dude, they didn't, everyone I talked to in Italy, all the, and it was mainly, keep in mind, it was mainly tourist guys, so they're probably, what, lower middle income class, yeah. right? But all the tour guys i talked to, and my wife was getting pissed off, she's like, leave these fucking people alone, <laughs> and let's just talk about the tour. Look at the church, it's pretty. I'm like, oh yeah, but I want to know if this dude's, like, hitting off the fucking man, to be, you know, what his tax rate is. It's for the show. And, <laughs> like, they were all happy, they love the weather, and they love the wine, but yeah, they, they bitch the same thing here. They're like, nah, we'd rather have our healthcare sucks, our, our fucking, uh, they did say the, they're under, they're, they don't have, what's it called though, he said that their schools are really fucking good, like they're, uh, what do you call it, elementary, junior mm-hmm. high school, he was like, dude, when I moved from Italy to, when I went to the States for a little bit, he was like, I was, I they kicked me up like eight grades, he was nice. like, we had to learn, you know, multiple languages and arts and he was like, Y'all don't learn fucking shit in y'all schools. I was like, Yeah, we if you just show up, they have to they have to move you forward. He lost right. his mind. He was like, Holy shit and I was like, Yeah, bro, that's public education. And I was like, No child left behind. He was like, What the hell is that? And I was like, I go Google it. But but other than that, man, it was man, it was a good time. It was chill. People were chill. Other than I'm not gonna lie, I did feel it like when we were in Venice that they didn't want me there.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah,
1: I did get not in Florence or Rome, but in Venice, I could be like, oh, hey, what's going on? They like rolled and I was like, fuck, we have to speak to English to this American who doesn't even try to, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's
0: interesting because when we were there, now, granted, we, we didn't have much time and we were there on a Sunday, so most of the stuff was closed. But we noticed a lot of tourists from Italy there, which was interesting. And we didn't get, like, you know, no one was, uh, they wouldn't shun us they they weren't mad that we were there Yeah. like but but all the tourists that i saw there the vast majority of them i assume must have been local or you know a train ride away and they're spending yeah, a weekend there in. yeah so i thought that was kind of interesting
1: i noticed um, Germans what's everywhere that? Germans all over ah. croatia all over slovenia all over italy every group we did any tour the Germans were absolutely everywhere I also did notice that they treat cars in Europe like a commodity and not as a valuable asset. Like right. They just bump into each other. Like that's how they park. They just pull in, bump the car in front of them, reverse, bump the car behind them. like, all right, we're center. I saw a Maserati do that. Oh, fuck. And I was like, what are you doing, bro?
0: That's, that's doing? crazy.
1: He just like bumped the car in front of him, And he was like, oh, all right, I'm all the way up. And kind of backed up. And that was his parallel park. He, just, he didn't even look at his bumper. He just walked off. Jesus. My wife's like, what are you staring at? I'm like, that's a Maserati." She's like, what's that? I was like, it's a fucking expensive car. But that's wild. But man, it was a blast. I have no idea what happened here the last month. As yeah. Far. Well,
0: real quick, before we get to that, which I mean, again, ladies and gentlemen, as you know now, I don't watch the fucking news. So I have no idea what's going on unless it's on my Twitter feed. Uh, but so this is anecdotal at best. But as you know, I worked briefly for an Italian company. And uh, the Italian folks that worked there that were here in the States, man, they they were all about that fucking public health care. Like they loved it. Like they would really? claim to be, you know, relatively conservative or whatever, you know, like right leaning as far as the states are concerned. But uh, yeah, man, when it, when you brought up, you know, like like welfare and the public health care and stuff like that. They were non-compromised. They did not want to see that go away. And said, oh, it's so much better. The care is better over there. It's like, okay, I don't think you know what the fuck you're talking about, but I'll let you say your piece. So anyway, like I said, anecdotal at best, but just wanted to throw that out there.
1: Yeah, I'm curious as if it's because, of course, you know, it's an engineering firm. Those are more upper middle class people with money, right? Bringing right. oil money from out days. the So they probably easily have that private, because the guy I was talking to, who was obviously probably lower middle class, he was uh, saying, yeah, I man, you know, we have it, it's free, it's like a long wait list and you have to have private insurance if you want anything done right away to subsidize it. He goes, man, that's expensive and like a lot of people can't afford it. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe that's that division of classes right there, you know, seeing, could be. The, seeing it in a different light.
0: Yeah, certainly could be. So, so yeah, man, um, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on here, news-wise. I mean, we're trying to go to war with Iran, I guess. But Trump shut that down, maybe. And then there's like 84 Democrat candidates running for president in 2020. We're putting kids in cages again, or I guess they're not in cages now. They're in a now they're in a concentration camp. I think is the latest news. Process. Yeah, so you haven't missed a right. whole lot. It's it's business as usual. <laughs>
1: well, well, I guess before I even ask about any of that, dude, how was Childerberg though?
0: Dude, Childerberg was dope as fuck. Childerberg mean- was so awesome.
1: You met the the dream the dream Twitter and cap team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And well and when I when I say shoulderberg was dope as fuck, I'm pretty sure it was because everybody else had a good time and I I just got blackout drunk. So Yes. <laughs> uh you, you know, that's how I do. You, Remember that time I was on your farm and I got lost? <laughs> it was kinda like that. I just wasn't driving. <laughs> oh okay. yeah, I
1: drive. Man, yeah, I listened to you on the Fag cast when I was in uh Italy and then I listened to your uh Man's Raider. Um I think I was in Croatian, I was listening to that one. That was that was awesome that you got him on Hell yes side the story. Um and then of course, um, you got the crowdfunding. Crowd you got carr on there to talk about the, I I listened out on the drive to pisa
0: There you go. It was
1: uh was when you were talking to Carr about um wallets Bitcoin. and all that jazz. Bitcoin, I do not know, yeah. know shit about that. I actually listened to it twice to try to re-educate myself because if I ever talked to him even meet him in person, I don't want to be like, uh, Bitcoin, you know, <laughs> just kind of like stare at the ceiling. <laughs> that's, all, that's about all I can think of other than buying it and losing value in it. Um, and then I listened to, you talked to, um a uh, whole crowdfunder guy. Oh yeah. I like, I really liked his, um, his thought process. It was different few things of course that I'm kind of like, eh, maybe talk to him again to get clarification on, but as a whole, I really, really enjoyed listening to him. I, that's just, it's such, it's just a different outside the box way of thinking. And I really, really enjoyed that episode a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, it's something that like, you know, and, and like you, I'm not sure if I you know completely agree with everything, but it's, um, it's something that people that have similar mindsets to us, um, you know, we all say like, well, everything should be voluntary and you know, this and that, and I wish I weren't taxed. I don't want my taxes to go to programs that I don't like or support, like the war or the war on drugs or whatever. But okay, well, shut the fuck up and put your money where your mouth is. And if you want to start paying for stuff that you like, then let's do that, right? Um and I-, I mean we we yeah, anarchists, I, I would say, you know, we we promote private policing and that sort of thing. We would promote some sort of um uh private the uh, fire protection, maybe through insurance companies for buildings and homes and things like that. And well, if, if we don't want that to be in the public space and not have our tax dollars stolen from us to pay for stuff like that, then that's a perfect way to go ahead and do that, right? Is to go ahead and uh do it voluntarily, crowdfund it, right?
1: Well oh, and my, my favorite thing is, and you see this I see it from both sides. I don't want to say more than one side or the other, but it's people saying, oh, "I'm so passionate about this. I'm so passionate." I'm like, "Wow, do you? So do you volunteer your time? Do you give your own dying and for you know these causes? Are you out there on the front lines advocating a part of it? Create a group, a nonprofit, anything? No, 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 no. I just we just need to raise taxes and allow the government yeah. fund these. It's like, dude, fuck you. The hypocrisy, man. It's, it's the same as people who say, well, we should pay more in taxes. And I go, oh, well, you check that little box that says you can get more in taxes? Well, no, I, I'm not going to get more. I'm saying yeah, exactly. society as a whole. It's not fair if I have to get more. I'm like, well, dude, it's not fair for us to have to get more either. And that's where that crowdfunding comes in. It's just it's a unique way of looking at it. And, of course, I'm sure people have, oh, look who's behind you.
0: Yeah, I know the daughter <laughs> came in i Goodbye. was like
1: oh my god dude at first i saw i saw one of those com- Segue. i saw one of those uh, I hate watching scary like commercials for horror movies at night like before I go to bed because like, I, I get fucking scared dude i don't like horror movies it's not my cup of tea i don't enjoy it well i watched one before right before you call and it was about some doll annabelle, annabelle? yeah 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 dude your daughter she's all done little blonde hair she's kind of load it into the screen behind you. I was like, oh You're fuck. like, Maddie,
0: watch out. I was
1: like, right, bro. I am about to just close the screen and just walk
0: away and be like, bro, I hope I talk to him
1: tomorrow. That's awesome. That scared
0: the hell out of me. Dude, so, okay. So while we're here, shout out Texas Tsunami because I used to have to be his daytime horror movie watch buddy because he oh. was the same way. He got scared. He couldn't watch it at night by himself. So I'd have to watch it with him at like noon during the day.
1: Bro, me and my, like, roommates in college, we all had to, uh, we all went and watched Paranormal Activity together. We all slept, like, five of us in the living room with the lights on for two days.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Dude, he hadn't seen that movie until I talked him into watching it, and he said, okay, we're gonna watch it, but you gotta come over at, like, 11 for lunch, and we'll watch it with all the lights on and the windows open.
1: (laughs) that movie, dude, that movie fucked me. That movie in the mind fucked me, man. Horror movies like Jason or Howling, ooh, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, stuff with, like... The devil, I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> you know, as a, you know, I of course I'm a Christian, so I'm like, oh yeah, you know God's angels. You know, I'm all about that. So I'm like, you know, devil and demons. Ah, oh, fuck that. And it's like, well, you can't have your cake and eat it too. If you, you know, what I mean, if you believe in, you know, God and angels, there has, you know, then if you believe in the Bible, then there has to be the other side. So anytime I, I, I watch anything that depicts that, oh dude, oh I'm getting chills right now, dude. Dude, come over. My wife's like working nights. You mean to
0: come over? We'll watch a movie together.
1: Yeah, something happy. You know, cartoons, Cartoon Network or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll watch Toonami.
0: Yes, crazy. yes.
1: But, but, uh, dude, I don't remember us. My bad, man. I got us on a. a it's side. okay. Uh, we, we got a little sideways. Crowdfunding, crowdfunding. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. One thing that we did see, and we gotta get him on one day because you love talking to him. well, you do have your critics. Like Willie was saying that uh, we would, uh, that um, bribery would run rampant if we had crowdfunding for politicians and my response back to him was, we already have that. through lobbying."
0: Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I, like I said, we were in the text message together, right. in, in the group text, and I, I kind of tried to bring that up with, with Theodore, but, um, or at least kind of in a roundabout way. I know I, I kind of asked a question about that, but I, I did kind of want to keep it moving because I'm a terrible fucking interviewer, but yeah, I mean, Hey, so Theodore, if you're, if you're listening to this, you know, just, just tweet to us or something like that on Twitter, man. And, uh, and let us know what you think about this or, or what your response would be. Or, you know, fuck it. We'll have you back on, dude. Um, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, say say somebody runs for office, right? And they get elected. And they're in a crowdfunded scenario. What's to stop the billionaire down the street that nobody likes? I mean, you know, it's like that evil, you know, Mr. Burns character, right? Yeah. To just, like, start pumping money into shit that is. He wants done. Yeah, that that is bad for the community, but that it's like his, his little pet project. You know what I mean? That's kind of my thought. But like I said, I'm I'm sure in this scenario there would be some sort of cap placed on what you could contribute.
1: I um, mean, I wouldn't really give a cap. What I would think is, I mean, because like you said, lobbying very happens, right? I mean, the billionaires give, and we're we're just taking. So our voices aren't heard with taxes at yeah. all. I mean, period. Of the end. With congressmen and senators, let's be realistic. Our Maybe more with congressmen, you can get a little bit more vocal, but for the most part, especially with senators, I mean, your your voice is not heard. Your tax, they use your, your money for what they want to, and then the lobbyists are the only voice heard. So I guess yeah. at least with crowdfunding, everyone's voice is heard. Everyone, and if it's localized, right, if you get back to that communal sense, if it's localized, it's crowdfunded. Everyone who gives money, like, make that shit public, right? Everyone gives money, yeah, and it for says, sure. hey, Maddie K, gay. yay. down the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it would list everything. So if Mr. Burns is down the street, you know, giving billions of dollars, well, you'll see that. Well, Mr. Burns gave $500 million this year to this congressman. Oh, he also really wants tax cuts or no property tax on this piece of land for 10 years to build a business. Right. Yeah. And then he does it. You almost have that sense of that communal shame. Right. Which right. It's a big that's a I'm more big for that. Right. Than imprisonment. Right. Yeah, that absolutely. Aspect excommunication. Absolutely. I think there would probably be enough social pressures that people would be like, all right, dude, you know, fuck this guy. Oh, we're not going to his business. Where you would at, you know what? At the end of the day, at least if it's crowdfunded, I guess you would at least have pure visibility on everyone who's donating, right?
0: Yeah. It has well, and-
1: everybody's money is public. It's 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 listed up and you make a list that's on their website, highest to lowest for every congressman. At well, you also know- got to sort. You got to
0: start questioning too, right? Like if we're going to have a government, if a government's going to exist, right? Which, which is debatable, but it's in place. We are where we are. You got to start asking yourself what we're spending money on and why we're doing that, right? So if it is these projects where we're, where people are concerned about who's going to spend on this, if, if most people don't want to do it because it's bad for them, but we're scared that this boogeyman is out there with a shit ton of money that they're going to spend on whatever this little project is that we don't like, well, then why is that even a government project, right? Like, yeah, exactly. what's what's the point? So at least you start questioning, hey, what is the government actually supposed to do for me, right? So oh, no, it could be good. And it's it's fun to at least discuss and, you know, like like most think tank type proposals like this, right? Not that this is a think tank, but but that type of idea, it's probably not going to happen or at least not in the proposed sense that it is now. But at mm-hmm. least it's good for discussion, right? Little food for thought, just to kind of help people along the path there.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I I love the idea, but like I guess, like you said, it would. I guess in that scenario, I keep saying guess because I'm just pondering out loud. Do it in that and in that scenario, there wouldn't be. You wouldn't have taxation. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't even have regulation, right? So why would that guy need to give? $500 million to Congressman X to get Project X done, right? Cause well, that's, our, that's the thing, right? So in the it's. World, you could just do whatever the hell you want to do and not have. They would not have to bribe politicians for permission to run his business, right? Or, right. Or but see, so here. 30,
0: I, I think if I understand it properly, there would probably still be some regulation, right? It's still a, a, the functioning government that we have now. It's just that it's not being coercively funded through tax dollars. But so it's, it's not that the crowdfunded dollars are going to a specific politician it's that the those dollars are being donated to the government uh, so there might be like a slate of of programs like you know salaries fire police uh yeah, I, road repair parks and recreation all that shit right and so you're and so you're pumping money in right just to that you're not pumping money into a specific politician
1: yeah i guess i guess my mind's, uh, Sorry. What, what? I apologize. I was thinking more of your, of your, uh, your council. I don't know why I was saying congressman. That's dumb. I was yeah. Local. Well, no, it's, local. it's fine. I was thinking local. I was thinking like councilman right in the city. Yeah. I was thinking very, very, very localized. So in my mind, I, was, I, was, I thought that in this hypothetical government, everything would be so localized. Like that's kind of your congressman would just represent all right, your district as a whole, the money yeah. you gave him would then go to your district. So understanding completely though, now I understand what, What he means, it would just be X sum goes to the government, okay?
0: Yeah, and that was kind of my point that I asked too, right? Is like, you know, if if we're going to ask people to run for these positions, which we may or may not, whatever, they can go fuck themselves for all I care. But if we're going to have people run for these types of positions, if a line item on there is going to be salary, you know, who's going to want to give to that? Because fuck that guy, right? Like that's that's always the thought. You know what I mean? So. It kind of starts weeding out people who are like really wanting to do it to get rich, and people who are really wanting to do it to maybe make a difference and do it on the side and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's like I said, it's it's an interesting point of topic or point of conversation, um, and at least it's it's something good to kind of get things spurred along down the right path of, of thinking about things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why are we spending money on the government? How does the government get money from us? Take money from us? Not actually get. So yeah, it, it's an interesting proposal, and I mean, I I wish Theodore all the best. I wish him luck. If there's anything that we can do on this show to help you, let me know, brother. Because it's you know I, I think it's 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 good to make a change like that versus the system that we have now. So that's true. Uh
1: an interesting system I learned about was the old Venetian system. Was yeah, you how they that was really interesting. How no, do it. Tell me if if they had you know they had their their kind of their their king and whatnot, but they had a it was kind of a double system, kind of like the parliamentary slash royal family in Britain, right? That's kind of how Venice be- was ran. After a while, it had like, a, don't quote me exactly, but they had, you know, like their quote unquote twelve senators, right, with kind of the the head guru over those senators, who was like the public head and whatnot. But that position, I think, it was reelected every two years, no matter what, and you had to be a, over like eighty years old. Okay. That way, you could. At that time, if you're over 80 in the freaking 1500s, dude, you're like 120 now, right? You're dead. right. And the whole point was uh, was that you're so old that you, quote unquote, have wisdom, which of course, now we know that not to be true, right? Because of how yeah. fast-paced some technology is. But it was to get away from the bribery aspect of it mm-hmm. and the trying to get the kickback after you leave office side of it was that you were so old that your life was over and that when you were out, you're you're, you're done. Like You're going to die as soon as you leave this office. So the whole point yeah. was... You weren't doing anything to further your own calls or to get money on the back end or to, you know, grow your own name or domain. You were just trying to give the power to the people. I don't how know. It was really interesting. I doubt it even worked back then, right? That's just how they presented it to me. That's how we should do it here. Not nah, just playing. Then we would have no voice ever. We would die before we could ever give a voice.
0: Yeah, I know. But hey, you know, anything's better than what we got, right? It's gotta be. Well we <laughs> know anything.
1: Well, gotta be eighty to run for office. There you go. Like Bernie. Fuck. We would have hundreds of Bernie Sanders.
0: Well, and here's another thing. So I saw again, and I don't know if it was something recent that he tweeted out or if it was just a a sponsored ad. Which, brief aside, I've been on an ad blocking spree on Twitter, and I can tell you that the ads have only gotten worse. Mine are
1: coming coming in Farsi now.
0: I got I got a few of those. (laughs) (laughs) So so what used to be, what used to be an ad like every I don't know fifteen tweets or something like that, twenty tweets, dude. Since I started, I block every ad I see now. I get them like every five tweets. It's insane.
1: I, it's getting bad. It's 30, like the
0: algorithms fighting back.
1: It's fighting back. It's like, dude, it's the same on like Pandora. If I listen to something, I'm like, oh, I want to turn it on. Oh, what's the next song? It's like, well, you're gonna get ten fucking ads. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, oh, you want to ah. skip? Gotcha, bitch. Oh. We're going to punish the hell and not kill the app. I just restart it right back away. So exactly. I it
0: but so, no, I,
1: dude, ad, dude, we're going to live in a society. I mean, we already, it's, it's just so insane. We think about how ad driven we are to the point where the shirt you wear, all you're doing is your free advertisement. The vehicle yeah. you drive is free advertisement. You're, you know, you give, it's just, oh, I, I don't even want to live in that world anymore. It just sucks how monetized, I mean, at the same time, it's like, yeah, dude, fucking private, you know, private industry, private world capitalism, monetize everything you want. And it's also, it's like, uh oh, I just want to escape. You can't escape, man. Be sad, Mikey? Do you mean to hold you? Yeah, I'm sad. There needs to be, like. You dude, look sad. Will be. I guess it's the other shitty thing, right? If you have another badass forum, like another Twitter, well, then half people will be on Twitter and half people will be on that. It's almost like you're losing. When it comes to that whole, sorry, I have another random thing I saw. I saw the whole Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. And all that under fire, all, you know, Congress should do something to step in and break up a monopoly. It's it's twofold, right? It's, I understand they can do whatever they want, but I also understand, and then the other the argument that, oh, well, it's now a public forum. It's the town square, right? You can't silence someone. So I, I understand both sides, but also at the end of the day, even if you did split up, say, Twitter, right? Ignore Facebook and all that, Twitter itself, and you split it up into four companies. Well, then you would almost have unless they're all linked together, which would then just make it a single platform again. You would have to go to four separate platforms to try to get your voice out. It's almost like your voice is being squashed by giving you so many platforms that you can't connect to anybody. I, but then at the same yeah. time, you know what I mean? I don't know if you see what I mean. Like say, say there yeah. was like five Twitters, and you're like, oh, well, I'm on this one. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm on this one. Oh, you can't retweet me because I'm putting information out over here, and then you would definitely get echo chambers, right? But then at the same time, if Twitter itself is trying to kick everybody out and become their own echo chamber, well, then then yeah, that's shitty too. But it's just, no matter how you look at this whole social media, this whole social media era is just insane. And that's where I'm scared about. Okay, break up Twitter. We have five Twitters. Okay, we have five echo chambers. We have a libertarian, we have a Republican, a conservative, a leftist, a Democrat. And everybody just gets into the little sections and just re pings their ideas all day long. That's where right. I'm afraid you break up these giants. But then at the same time, yeah, it's bullshit what they're doing, but because it's kind of the public square now, right? Like, like, like Mance Raider, do they do they? Fuck? It's, it's like having your livelihood taken away.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It's like in a lot of cases, and it does seem one sided, but in a lot of cases, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't want the government to step in. I just think that's. They're they're I, trading in territory no that, they don't, you, that they, what they what don't you. belong in. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a private company now. However, there's a lot of bullshit that gets like we mentioned on that show, right? There's there's a lot of shit tied in with these like Twitter, Facebook, you know, the Google stuff with with the government and them taking direction from all these private organizations and and uh, like quasi governmental organizations on like who to ban and stuff they should look out for. And that's where things kind of get murky, right? Where they're they're so tied in with the government that. Or even like foreign governments, uh, like what was it? Was it oh. Twitter or Facebook that was tied in with like Israel about you know which accounts to ban and block and things like that and what to filter? And it's just it gets so dirty what, that that is, it's 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 hard to say that they're private anymore, right?
1: And what scares me more than that is it's one thing they come out and they go, hey, you know what? We're blocking man X. Yeah. But what terrifies me ten times more is, hey, we're going to secretly demonetize. You know, man X, and you're actually never going to see his tweet. Yes. He's never going to get any feed. He's going to be going, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to secretly squash all the ideas and voices that we don't like. We're not even going to tell you. What well, happens? You know what I mean? That's even more terrifying. Yeah. I know. and That's more terrifying than just straight up going out and say, ah, oh, we don't like Alex Jones. He's off. We don't like Raider. He's yeah. off. You know what I mean? That, I, I respect that more than at least, you know, privately or secretly doing it because at least we can now go, hey, we have something to point at. Right, at least, right. You know,
0: well, so, Shake our so before then. you got me off on this other trail, I wanted to bring this up because it's kind of tied into the government, right? Sorry, All right, I'm
1: It's okay. i been going a month, and I'm just kind of randomly ranting and raving with zero direction. That's perfect. It's like normal. I'm just happy to see you. So, yes.
0: so I've, seen, I've seen him tweet this before, and like I said, it, I saw it again on the timeline. I don't know if it was a recent tweet or if it was a promoted tweet, but so one of our lovely senators from Texas – Ted Cruz is championing some like term limit bill to, I I don't remember. I read it once or at least a proposal, you know, several months back whenever it first came up. Um, I don't remember what he's limiting it to, but let's say it's two, it's two terms, right? So I want to know, and I've tweeted this to him, which I mean, he's popular now, so he's not going to, he's not going to respond to me, but Let's say this proposal fails. Is he going to not run for the next term? That would have been his limit.
1: It, it, and he doesn't. Dude, he get he gain more fucking respect from everybody. And become a more prominent right. voice. But that's the point. I don't think people for the majority get into politics for the selflessness. Of course not. Right. It's supposed to be service. It's supposed to be selfless. Service is what a government official was supposed to be, right? Back in the day when you know the Constitution was written or whatnot, which you allegedly, know, allegedly, right? It was done by aliens, but <laughs> but it who, well I, rep, who, who reptilians it at least reptilians, yes, the Illuminati, and there's so many. We we'll get into that, right? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't written by man. We're too stupid to have written the, the comps. We, we can get into that, we're that when we'll something. Or we're too smart to write something so stupid. Right. Uh? Either way. Nah. <laughs> but no, but that's the right. If he if he does go, oh, I'm done, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of shit. He's become kinda of neocon lately and just way too mainstream just fitting in. He definitely like all conservatives do, right? Run super conservative and fall to the middle, where the Democrats usually run moderate and fall to the left. Um dude, are you getting my mad my mad respect. It, the other thing is, even though I don't agree with a lot of stuff he says, he's better than almost a lot of other people. But this time it's we have there's 300 million people in this fucking country. Do we really have to elect Nancy Pelosi and McCain and these people for their entire lives? Is there no one better? There's no one with a fresh set of ideas. I mean, did McCain bring any fresh set of ideas in his 40 years of you know being in the public eye? Fuck no. It, 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 I mean. Yes, I understand your term limit is voting them out of office, but also, especially with like libertarian, it, it sucks when you have a really passionate group like libertarians or ANCAPs who, so many of them don't vote because they, they're like, well, fuck it, it's not going to make a difference. So then you just have these people that are just going to be there forever. They, and they sit in office. There's no self-assist. You might get rid of it. Get rid of, get rid of all pay. It never happened. Get rid of all pay. Give term limits. Make it to where you can never have a contract period at the end with anything related to government and then see if people run. You probably really probably won't get yeah. Here. Or you maybe you would actually get selfless people who wouldn't mind running in the limelight. That's the other reason, right? Who wants to have their name? Dude, do you want your internet history brought oh, up no <laughs> running office? Bro, family would never look at you to say No, case. they already don't. <laughs> yeah, it's now you can't get anyone good to run. I mean, look at Trump. <laughs> that the reason why you You can't get anybody good, good to run. run. Look <laughs> at
0: Trump. That's perfect.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> no, he's perfect, dude. Dude, the man gives zero fucks. He does he does not give a fuck. He's perfect, dude. He's he's per he is the perfect politician in the sense that he says everything that's on his mind and he doesn't give a fuck what you think yeah. about him. And that's why he ran such a campaign, yeah. right? I mean it's I don't know if Ted if Ted Cruz puts that in, one's gonna get voted down. I mean, oh, it's
0: absolutely gonna get voted that's down. That's
1: like that's that's your employer telling you, hey, Matt, I'm gonna let you vote on if you get a raise this year. You're gonna like, yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm getting a you know I'm getting a raise yeah. this year. What are you gonna max me out on my raise? Okay, well that's that's gonna be my raise, right, dude? You're not you can't let people with power vote away their own power. It will never happen. Period. It has to be a referendum. I don't even know how you go about doing that. But I don't know if that's convention types, convention of states type deal. I, I would just um, say
0: pitchforks but, and – and well, you can't really – you can't use torches anymore because that's, that's a whole racist thing now. But pitchforks and pitch, pitchforks everything, and lanterns, everything, I don't know. Cool <laughs> uh
1: But I don't know. And I got to read up on that. And like I said, the last month I – I have read, I have not watched the news. I haven't seen any headlines. I mean, I don't, like you said, I don't watch the news anymore either because it just, it hurts my ears, my eyes. It's just painful. I did see, I guess they were interviewing, I guess Trump raped another woman. I did yeah, see I that. saw
0: something about that. I don't know. I mean, it's on, it's on the feed, so I see it. But yeah, it's something about, fuck, I don't even know. I'll just I'll just misquote it. It seems, all of it seems silly. Dude, there's
1: something. Dude, Trump's raping women. Bernie Sanders wants to get rid of all debt for everybody. who made a stupid decision. ocaja Cortez. I saw pictures of her. She was doing like a border wall.
0: Yeah, she wouldn't cried um, at the. the uh, she wouldn't cry at one of the facilities, but sh- there were only pictures of her crying. No pictures of the kids in the facility. So
1: whatever. Yeah, oh god, she looks just, pretty on film. So I, just I, just,
0: I guess let her roll.
1: Yeah, I saw like the chirons at work, kind of going yeah, in the background, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, what have I missed? So I. I legitimately can't even talk about the news or what's going on because I'm probably so far behind in the madness that is the 24-hour news cycle, um, which is why I've just been ranting for the last, what, yeah. hour. I'm just so excited to see you and be back. I know. Have a civilization and have AC again, bro. Dude, people in Europe don't have AC.
0: Dude, tell me about it. Those
1: four, like AC is the greatest invention on the face of the earth. It. I don't know how people could do it. I, I, oh my God, there was places we stayed at. And like, oh yeah, we don't have AC. I'm like, oh, fuck bro, you better fix it. Bring in yeah. the fans.
0: So here, here's a little taste of the government working for you, right? So it's January. I go to Italy. I check into my hotel. It's this posh. It's supposed to be like nice, right? But it's like this real kind of modern-y, posh hotel outside Milan. And I check in. I throw my shit down. Well, I don't have my shit, so I don't throw my shit down. I do have my backpack because remember they really lost my luggage. So I'm in the room. I figure out that you have to put the key in the wall in the slot to turn the power on in the room. So everything turns on, ah, right? Yes. And then I go over to the AC like I normally do. Like if I'm going to West Texas, what's the first thing you do? You crank that fucker down to like 55, turn the fan to high on, right? And you let your room cool off. So I try and do that. And A, it's all in Celsius. And even though I'm an engineer, I can't do that conversion in my head. So I'm just like furiously pushing the down button as far as it'll go. And nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. So I try for an hour until I finally go downstairs and I'm like, okay, guys, like, what's the deal? Like, is this this a prank? Does the AC not work? Like, what's happening? Again, this is January and it's hot in my room, right? So... Like and the heat wasn't on. Like I didn't want the heat anyway. I just wanted to cool it off. I was sweating. So I go in there and they're like, Oh yeah, sir, there's this uh this rule. I guess it was like in their town or their like county or whatever it's called there, that they can't run the AC from a certain month to a certain month for like energy conservation purposes. And the and the AC was too energy intensive. So during the winter, when you should have a heater on, you can't run the AC. So they said, sir, you'll just have to open the windows. And I'm like, well, what if it's raining? <laughs> well, you'll just have to open the windows. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, man. Oh it was brutal. Gosh. It was brutal. Dude, it was like 80 degrees in my room the whole time I was there.
1: Dude, I, I will, And I will say one other thing is, oh my God, gas prices there.
0: We're going to pause for two seconds. Come in. What are you doing? Good night. I love you. Tell Mister Mike good night. That's Mister Mike. Good night. You know Mike from down the street. Okay, whatever. Good goodbye. Love you too.
1: I live in the tent and.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: uh, look, I will All right. Say, I will say I do. Feel, I do feel for their. Uh, for their gas price. dude. Holy shit, we we got this little Mercedes D one hundred and eighty. So it's, it's better like, than what I had. Is that what you had?
0: No, dude, I had a fucking Fiat Panda.
1: Oh, dude. So <laughs> Dude, it was
0: is. a fucking stick shift. We drove that fucker all over Italy, man.
1: Oh so I had an automatic. Thank God. And uh but it was it was a diesel electric hybrid. Yeah. Dude, we drove that sucker a thousand miles. The only cool thing was like we were going to Croatia, it was all downhill. So
0: you just, yeah, yeah, the gas yeah. and just would
1: recharge. Yeah. So that was the cool thing. But we finally, you know, drove through all over Croatia, drove all over Slovenia, drive back to Italy, gotta fill it up. Only one time, right? Hell yeah. Yeah. Fill it up before we go to the airport. The tank was probably a twelve gallon tank. What is that in liters? I have no idea.
0: Who fucking knows? Who cares? That's a made up that's a made up thing anyway.
1: I always forget that's the one thing that I do not remember from high school is all the conversions in millimeters, centimeters, meters, kilometers. Distances I can do. I can do distances. Dude, long story short, we rolled up. It was, I was like, ah, you know, three something, like 350 or 380 a gallon, right? Oh, sweet. Hell yeah. I'm Nope. As soon as I start filling it up, it's just like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? And it's in euros, too, which is higher yep. than a dollar. And it ended up being almost 100 US dollars. It was like 85 euros to fill up this 12 gallon tank, this little scooter car. And I was like, oh, dude, these poor fucking people. That yeah. Oh, I have a 32 gallon tank on my truck. I have a 36. Oh my God. <laughs> God, dude, I'd be so poor over there. No wonder they have public transportation. Good God.
0: Well, the other problem we had was like in our little car, right? So, I mean, again, like I don't, I don't do conversions in my head. Like, I can't do. First of all, I can't. I can't tell you what a mile is. I have no fucking clue. 5,200 something feet. That, that's all I know. That could be right. Yeah, I don't know. It's,
1: you, it's, you, remember, you remember that from Remember the Titans?
0: Right. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, never mind. I was probably I was probably high from Remember the Titans, Mike. Yeah. I was a lot older than you were when that came out. <laughs> you were like in third grade.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it taught me a lot. So,
0: <laughs> so we're, we drive. We take this little fucker. We go from Milan. We drive down to like, uh, where was it? Like to not Parma, somewhere down there. So we're driving to Florence, right? So we're on the on the main roads, on the highways. Oh. Drive down to Florence, swing it back around to Pisa, and then back up to Milan, right? Well, that's a lot of driving, and when you don't know how to do the conversions in your head, and uh, it's at night, and there's no like speed limit signs. Oh yeah. Um yeah. So later we found out that what were we doing? We were doing something like 160, 170, 180 kilometers per hour, something like that <laughs> downhill.
1: And like a 130 seems, probably. problem. That seems way too fast. Yeah, it was
0: iron. well over 100 miles an hour. Luckily, no cops <laughs> and, and no other cars on the road. Um, yeah, it's a little sketchy. It's like riding, a, it's like pushing a, like a, a, like a soapbox car down like a water slide. At a, at a water park. You know what I mean? Like just super steep. Like we were hauling ass. Way too fast in that little car. So.
1: Hey, again, that's, that, awesome.
0: that's That's completely <laughs> meaningless for the conversation. But No, it
1: is. We're totally raining. And the only cool thing about that Mercedes, it had the little speedometer thing on there at all times, right? It told you all the roads, your speed limits. Ah, uh, that's and nice. Went, and if you went over that speed limit on the road, it would be like ding, 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 ding. Only three times. If it was like a seatbelt thing and stayed on. That's another thing. I will never buy a car. That the seatbelt fucking beeps at you and doesn't stop beating.
0: I think I mine can't. turns off. I haven't had it long enough. I don't know.
1: Dude, I cannot. That feature, that, oh my god, and the car had, and this is be what this is going to in the future too, the lane assist. You Those, know, you know what I mean? If you're yeah. into another lane, yes, I understand. But there was one point where a, a bicycle pulled out in front of me. I was like, oh shit. So I just turned the wheel to the right, and there was a hard. There was a, a hard white line, but I could have crossed it. There was, a shore. there was no one there. And it shoved me back into traffic. And I was fighting it. And it, it wasn't like other cars where it kind of vibrates. Dude, I, I was turn, pulling it right, and it fucking said, hell no. And it shoved me back. Dude, I almost killed this poor bastard on a bicycle because that, that whole lane assist thing. Dude, I will never buy a vehicle with that. It scared the living shit out of me. Because so at first, I like, oh, it's kind of cool. Look, I can let go of the wheel. And it. You know, it'll kind of push you back in the lane. But I didn't know that if you are like, oh, wow, I have an emergency and I need to go over this lane. It hit the brakes on me, like, in, a, you know, fast traffic. So the car behind me almost rear-ended me. And then it pushed me. So as I as it's auto-braking, it's pushing me back onto the main road to hit the guy. And it, like, legitimately would not let And I caught it. Dude, that and seatbelt beeping, I will never. And I have to buy my wife a new vehicle in the next month or two. I'll, I don't know. We we're looking at like Audis and Beamers and all that stuff. And all those have that shit. And I, that and start, stop. That, whoever designed that is evil. I have a Sorry. suggestion
0: for you. <laughs> and I know this is a little wild. However, you can turn these features
1: off. How? I, so <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't read anything. It was all in Italian.
0: <laughs> I was just yelling at it. It's like, all, oh, bippity off. boppity, oh, macacazzo.
1: Well, and you can talk to it. So I was like, "Mercedes," and he's like, "Yes, driver." I'm like, "Ooh, I'm like turn off feature," and it's like, "No, this is for your safety, and you will like it." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> thank you." So like, That's awesome. Sorry, dude. I have I have zero thought. Uh, like, I'm not on a single rail tonight. I'm legit. It's okay. Place. I probably no will do. Well, so since you
0: brought, brought up, and this is something I want to have. This might be for a different podcast if I can talk them into doing it, but. So, since you brought up the the dinging of the seatbelt, if you choose to drive down the road in violation of the law, not wearing your seatbelt is is that agorism? Shout out, whiskey priors. You don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. I'm just gonna test and see if he's listening to the podcast.
1: <laughs> that dude, it's oh, God damn it! I just had it. I had a great train of thought with that.
0: No, no, I I rarely wear wear my seatbelt. I, I do on the highway just because it's it's safe, right? I don't want to go flying through the windshield oh, or have my sorry. face yeah. smashed in by a goddamn airbag. But uh, well, I mean, if I'm like if I'm cruising through the neighborhood here, I mean, I don't I don't wear the seatbelt, dude.
1: I never wear it. If I'm in town, if I'm putting around our town, yeah. Uh, why should I wear it? I know where I know where everything, is. and I understand. Cool. of all car crashes happen three miles from your house because that's where you feel the most safe.
0: Yeah, but I'd also rather go, I'd I'd rather get in a wreck at 30 miles an hour than a wreck at 80 miles an hour. Not wearing a seatbelt. You know what I mean? So around here, if I'm going to hit anything, I'm, yeah, I'll I'll get messed up, but not
1: bad. And that's how the government's trying to control you right now. That's where my train of thought was when you're talking about agorism. And I just as soon as you said that, I kind of, Sorry. kind of floated away.
0: Yeah, but see, in in this in this instance, I don't think I don't think the seatbelt law has anything to do with government control. I think it has everything to do with fundraising.
1: Oh, it is. It absolutely is. I mean, dude, my, I, I don't want to start doxing, but my friends who are all within the different large PDs in Texas mm-hmm. all state that. They have a quota they have to hit. Yeah. They have they have ticket task force, and their goal is to write X tickets to bring in X revenue, where the budget for any city of tickets every year should be $0. Our budget of tickets this year is $0. And at the end of the year, if you have a million dollars in citations written, that is surplus, and it goes to whatever, right? If yep. I don't agree, those should be taken in the first place. That's legally how it's supposed to be done. But now cities like Houston or San Antonio or Austin say, hey, I, Mayor you know, Pete would like, <laughs> would like to, uh, I want $20 million in tickets this year. So that way I can, you know, well, who our last mayor in Houston, remember she was using that money to like fly to South Africa and stuff. Yeah. No shit. So they, they set a budget They're like, we need $20 million in speeding tickets this year to fund, maybe some parks, maybe some bike trails, you know, it's right. just like toll roads, toll roads should not, if it's a, if it's a state quote unquote public road, a toll road should not exist. But they take in that money, so all the money they make like on Beltway 8 and West Park and on 10, none of that money actually goes to those roads. They take all that money and they redistribute it to quote-unquote low-income areas within Houston to fix the roads there, which is bullshit because Houston has the worst roads in Texas.
0: Dude, the Beltway wasn't even supposed to be a toll road anymore. Once it was paid off, which was like, what, 15 fucking years ago, they are supposed to take the tolls off. What have they done? All All they've done is raise the tolls.
1: Was that a Reagan quote, right? Like no government, uh, no every temporary government uh, subsidy or program is, you know, it will always become permanent no matter what.
0: Like, no I don't know, probably. Fuck Reagan. He was, he started the war on drugs and sold cocaine out the back door of the I, White House. So fuck him.
1: I find one little good thing to say about something <laughs> and you just tear it. Blow out him, him so. up. I did not know. But that's the whole thing. If you ever give the government the slightest foothold, that was like income tax. wasn't income tax supposed to be like 1% or 2% when I first started. And it would, the public was promised that it would never raise, go up above that two, three, whatever it was. Anytime you give the government the smallest foothold, right? The smallest foothold in anything, they're going to take it to the extreme. And that's the exact same reason. And that's when we're talking about agrarism where my mind went was. You have companies like State Farm and Progressive and all that now on your remember your discount, your safe driving discount, you get on your phones it motion it monitors your acceleration and your your speeding and if you your GPS monitor if you run a red light or I mean a stop sign at no. Yep. It's like okay, that's just another government way to track you and force you to have, you know, safe driving habits. Almost like that social uh that social currency they have in China now.
0: Remember? Yeah, it, it's all it's all social engineering. Right. And and like it, it's so you watch Black Mirror, don't you?
1: Man, I uh, I haven't. I've watched the first three or four episodes, and I just well, then
0: man. never mind, because you'll you'll miss this fucking reference. But it's 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 there's an episode like that. There's an episode like that with the social currency in Black Mirror, and it's it's all about that. It's about how you live your life to to get all these likes, and you get you get special features, like you get better access to better housing if you've got so many fans and so many likes and so many followers on social media, right? So it's kind of like China taken to the extreme, but it's it's funny how accurate it kind of is also.
1: Yeah, I need mean, I to start watching Black Mirror. The only reason I haven't watched it is because I watched the first three or four, and maybe just because I read and watch so much random shit like that, most people don't ever watch, read, or listen to. That I've kind of explored a lot of those ideas. So when I watched like the first four episodes, I was like, ah, I've already I've already seen or read. I read a lot. Of sci- I used to read a lot of sci-fi to sci- too. So I was like, oh, I've already read or seen, you know, stuff that's covered these topics. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I heard like season two is really good. So it's pretty good. I need to get to season two. That's good. Yeah, it, it. I don't know. Social, social construct, social engineering. We're we are definitely being socially engineered to see, think, and be one way, and do that. Oh, the whole China thing. I gotta look more into that because what I've been reading from there, from that, absolutely terrifying. And it's, it's like you said. I thought I read something, and I needed. Just, I need to catch back up. I'm out of the loop so long that you can apply. I thought it was like, you know, companies can look at you, right? They can look at your social. That's what they're doing it right now for is for jobs and for schools, right? You want to get into school private, you know, private Ivy League. Well, I guess not private, anything, but private, right? But Ivy League School X, it's like, well, you have to on your little social thing have so many, you know, positive likes or positive comments or positive feedback.
0: Yeah, well, you have to you have to follow the rules and you have to do the right thing and be nice and turn your neighbors in if they're against the, the regime and all that okay. stuff. right? Dude,
1: that's so crazy. And I wonder if Americans, if we're so just, if we just love our lifestyle so much that the more like, it, like it has been the last 60, 70 years, I guess, since the new deal, we just have more and more and more of our rights taken away, but we're just so fucking comfortable, man. We're just
0: so comfortable. It is pretty it, comfortable. It's like, hey man, you want to go march on the streets and
1: maybe lose your job and maybe be thrown in a fucking prison and have a felony and never get a job again? Man, I really like my house. I like the life I leave. I like all the fun stuff I do with my my wife and the stuff we buy and just like fuck, I, I have to risk all of that and then all the future that it may bear. So not only are we lazy too, it's like fuck, we have a lot to. I guess. "Quote we'll unquote lose right, but then in the grand scheme of things, is it is it really worth it? And I think I think Americans especially, man, we're just gonna sit back and we're just gonna let them take it. We're gonna let them take it until there's nothing left to take, and then that's when that comfort will finally wear away. And when the comfort wears away, it's gonna be too damn late."
0: Well said, Mikey.
1: Sorry, I've been I've had. If we go back and if we go back and listen to this. There's going to be no, like, straight line hitting point. It's like a scatter It's just. I
0: know. I feel. Threw shit in the window. There's just so much I wanted to talk about,
1: but not. In- <laughs> but I wanted to talk about everything at once. And therefore, it was all just briefly, barely touching. Not even, not even that in depth, right? So it's like, oh, this fucker doesn't even know what he's talking about.
0: But, I feel uh, I feel sorry for the listeners of this episode because they're they're gonna have to listen on like double speed just to power through it. <laughs> I know.
1: We'll, uh, well, we'll get back. You know, this is my uh, my raving, ranting return. I'm happy to be back, man. I'm happy to get to get back on. Um, I want to get more people. On. I'm so sad that like, I got to miss all the, the interviews, but they're freaking awesome, man. That's something I hope we get to keep doing and grow with the, the libertarian, and the ancap, and the anarchist community meet more people, bring more people on, go on more people's shows. Um, like, like we talked about in our very first episode, I, this a whole concept is a lot newer to me than it is to you. So I feel like every time I, I listen to the guys on the Fadcast or Raider or Woods or any of those dudes, I, I'm learning so much. So I, I'm enjoying it. I hope we continue it uh, forward, bringing more people on and, We'll we'll get more structured and we'll get back into talking about philosophies and you know uh, um, anarchism. But um, I appreciate everyone kind of listening to me just be so excited and ramble incoherently. We, I'm actually still doing that right now, like, <laughs> rambling incoherently. I was just letting you go. Talking, I'm just so happy to be back in the states, be back in Texas where I remember we landed. I was like, "Fucking freedom!" and then I was like. Oh, alright, rowdy hit. I was like, I don't have any freedoms, bro. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's awesome. But it's good to be back, man. I'm happy. I'm excited. We'll get back on track next week, everybody. I am sorry if I've been incoherent and a little rambly. I'm just pretty pumped. But um, yeah, man, I'm excited. Let's fucking rock this out. We'll come back on next week, and um, we need to get a little get together, man, with the local ANCAPs and cabs uh, and podcasters here in Houston sometime soon.
0: I want to. We're going to get it figured out, man. I've I've got a couple places I want to go to. I think I talked a little bit about that before you left. But uh, yeah, we'll get it figured out. And whenever we do, we will uh, put that out and maybe contact some other folks and have them, you know, blast it on their shows as well in case anybody does not listen to us in this area, which is highly likely. I see the download numbers. So yeah, man, that's it. Let's leave it here. So y'all know what to do. Like, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dog. We'll see y'all next time, man. Peace. a little honky tonk filled with one night stands. Take could him fire with a gun so house space just to seal the deal. You better watch your back Cause this hot rod's faster than your Cadillac